hey everybody, Pastor Steve here. Thank you so much for reading God's Word with us in 2023. We're, we are continuing to read in the book of 1 Kings and some of the parallel passages in 2 Chronicles. Today we are in chapter 15 of 1 Kings, so open your Bible there, starting at uh, verse 25 and going all the way through chapter 16, verse 34 which is the end of the chapter. So the latter part of chapter 15 and all of chapter 16 in 1 Kings. And um, what stood out to me in reading these passages is how when a leader at any level is sinful and promotes sinful behavior by those under his or her influence, um, sin increases increases in the leader, increases in those that he or she influences, and everybody, uh, to some extent, pays for it. What you have in these, these chapters is a succession of one bad king after another in the northern kingdom of Israel. Um, and each one, it seems, is worse than its predecessor. Uh, for instance, Jer we pick it up, Jeroboam, who was the first king of the north, he dies and is succeeded as king by his son, Nadab. And you pick this up in verses 25 and 26 of chapter 15, which says, Now Nadab, the son of Jeroboam, became king over Israel, the northern ten tribes, in the second year of Asa, king of Judah. Remember, we looked at him previously. He was the good, godly king of Judah, the southern kingdom. And he reigned over Israel two years. And then the summation of his life is verse 26. He did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of his father, Jeroboam, with all the false idols and so on. And in his sin, which he made Israel sin. I want you to know, because you're going to see this pattern repeated uh, with all the kings, that it's not just the sin of Jeroboam and the sin of Nadab, but the sin that each of them caused the people of Israel to commit. At the end of verse 26, in his sin, which he made Israel sin. So a leader's influence for good and evil is very, very real. Well, in time, a man named Basha kills Nadab and uh, he becomes king. And you find that in verses 27 and following. And this Basha uh, executes every member of Nadab and Jeroboam's family, which was in keeping with the prophecy that was given back in chapter 14 of 1 Kings, that because of Jeroboam's sin of idolatry and establishing all these idols and place, high places where uh, religions other than the, the, the Judaism uh, were, was observed, that God said, your, your family will not continue forever as king. I'm going to replace you and your descendants with someone else. And actually all of your sons are going to die. And so that, that happened. Now, Basha, he, he was evil. Look at a couple of verses, uh, verse 30, for instance. And because of the sins of Jeroboam, which he sinned, which he made, which he also made Israel sin. And then verse 34, you see this pattern, pattern repeated, uh, uh, re referring to Basha. 
He did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of Jeroboam, the same example, and in his sin, which he made Israel sin. Um, well, in time, Basha dies, and his son Eli becomes, Elah rather, becomes uh, king in his place. And you find this then in chapter 16, and he only ruled for two years. And there's a military leader named Zimri who leads a coup and murders uh, Eli, makes himself king. In chapter 16, verses 9 and 11, his servant Zimri, commander of half of his chariot, so he wasn't the commander of the army, he wasn't the general, but he'd be like a you know, colonel or, you know, he was high up, if you will, and he, he killed the king that he was serving. So Zimri, commander of half of his chariots, conspired against him, Eli, and um, tells where he was at. In verse 10, Zimri went in and struck him and put him to death. And, may, and he became king at the end of verse 10 in his place. And uh, in verse 11, as soon as he became king, he killed all of the household of Basha, which was also in fulfillment of a prophecy given in the first four verses of chapter 16, that because of Basha's idolatry and sin, all of his family would be eliminated one day. And I want you to notice how the sins of Basha and his son Elah are described in chapter 16, verse 13. For all the sins of Basha and the sins of Elah, his son, which they sinned and which they made Israel sin. So the same pattern, their own sin and the way they influenced the people of the country to sin with this idolatry and so on. Well, Omri is the general. He's the, he's, the, he's the top general, the commander of the army. And the people are so upset because Zimri on his own had executed their king, Elah, that the people make Omri king. And Omri and the army go to where Zimri is and surround him and capture the city. And Zimri uh, commits suicide by burning the house down on himself. Um, in chapter 16, Verse 16, it tells us that the people wanted Omri to be their king. He becomes king. And look at verse 24. This, this Omri, who's their new king now, and, and, and by the way, many years are passing. So this reads quickly, one chapter, but you have decades in this chapter. Um, in verse 20, 24, he bought the hill Samaria from Shemer for two talents of silver, and he built on the hill and named the city which he built Samaria. Why I point that out is Samaria would later become the capital of the northern kingdom of Israel. And if you jump forward a century, two centuries, to the prophets, to the minor prophets, Amos and, and uh, people like that, uh, Samaria was not only the capital of the northern kingdom of Israel, by, that, by their time, it was the name by which the northern kingdom was normally referred to. So later in the Bible, the Samaria was a name not only for the city, which became the capital, but for the northern kingdom itself. And so you really have to be careful when you're reading these Old Testament passages. Does Israel refer to all of Israel, all of the Jewish people, or does it refer to the northern kingdom? Does Samaria refer to the city or to the northern country as a whole? So you really have to be careful because at different 
times in history these names referred to different things. Well, this Omri is an evil king as well. And in chapter 16, you're going to see this pattern. You're probably sick of this pattern, but, but it's important. Verses 25 and 26. Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord and acted more wickedly than all who were before him. So going back to Jeroboam and Nadab and Basha and Elah and Zimri, now Omri, he's the worst of all of them, the worst of the worst in his sinning. Verse 26, he walked in all the ways of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and, and, uh, and in his sins, which he made Israel sin. So this, this pattern of, of sinning worse and worse with each each succeeding generation and king and, and influencing the nation to sin, more and more is continuing. Well, Omri dies and his son becomes king in his place. His son is the most wicked king of all in the north. His name is Ahab. Look with me at verse 28 of chapter 16. And so Omri slept with his fathers and was buried in Samaria and Ahab, his son, became king in his place. And uh, verse 30, Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord more than, more than all who were before him. Now remember, he just said that, the Bible did, about Omri, Ahab's dad. He was the worst of all. Now Ahab, his son's even worse than him. He's worse than any of the ones who've come before. And he, he was so bad, Ahab was so sinful that in verse 31, it came about as though it had been a trivial thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam. I mean, it was trivial for him to worship idols, trivial for him to, to build places of worship to pagan gods. It was nothing to him to do that. That's how, how dark his heart had become, if you will. And so he, in... in uh, Verse 31, married Jezebel, the daughter of whatever that guy's name is, Ethbael, the king of the Sidonians, uh, Sidon, a city over on the Mediterranean coast, uh, pagan country, and he went to serve Baal and worshipped him. And so he erected an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, or Baal, which he built in Samaria. So he married a woman who worshipped this pagan god, brought her back to the capital of Samaria and built a place, a shrine in the capital city to worship this pagan god, and he himself worshiped that pagan god. So what I want you to see is this, this pattern of just sin, building and building and building in the leaders, and as it built and the leaders, it built in the country, and the judgment of God came. Now, in summary, um, two things. The pattern. Each one did more evil than their predecessor. And they caused Israel to increasingly sin. That's the pattern. Sin leads to more sin, which leads to more sin, which leads to more sin. But also the influence. The influence of leaders at every level. Whether, here is kings and country, but think about leaders in the family leaders in the church, leaders in a local community, leaders in an institution or an organization. 
Leaders in a particular business or industry or profession, leaders in a state, leaders in a nation, leaders at the UN, in the world, leaders in the media, leaders in entertainment. Sin begets sin and influences others to sin. That's the way it's always been and the way it always will be. And and the whole nation of Israel suffered because of it. America suffers because of it. Um, we, we have so many sinful leaders at every level of life anymore. And I'm not saying for you, but I am saying for me, um, as someone who in just a few days will turn 65, um, I'm tired of voting for the lesser of two evils. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I went to vote, especially for president, and didn't feel like I was voting for the lesser of two evils. But you know the thing is? When I'm voting for the lesser of two evils, I'm still voting for evil. And I've just reached a point in my life where I'm not going to do that anymore. I will no longer vote just for the lesser of two evils. And if some people think that means my vote is being wasted, so be it. But in good conscience, I'm no longer voting for evil just because they're less evil than another evil. Because evil, even if it's a lesser evil, still begets more evil. And that's the Word of God. I'll see you tomorrow.